I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The people in Judd Apatow's funny people are painfully unfunny and remarkably off-putting. This is Apatow's third feature as writer-director. Two years ago, he made Knocked Up, a raunchy and surprisingly affecting comedy starring Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl. In 2005, he directed the endearingly hilarious The 40-Year-Old Virgin from a script that he wrote with the film's star, Steve Carell. Funny People was conceived as something more ambitious, a comedy about aging and mortality. Adam Sandler is George Simmons, a famous comic who learns he has a life-threatening illness. Seth Rogen stars as Ira Wright, a Delhi counterman, an aspiring stand-up who's hired by George to write jokes, then becomes the older man's opening act and confidant. Maybe George hires Ira because he's so depressed by his medical news that he thinks Ira is funny, though he is not. Maybe the point of Ira's unfunniness and all the unfunniness to come is that comics are desperate people, George certainly fills the bill, or that the state of contemporary stand-up is pretty dreadful a point that the movie drives home with a succession of comedy scenes that are relentless in their repetitiveness and impoverished in their scatology. Still, the failures of funny people go far beyond funny or un. The movie doesn't know what to make of George or how to keep us involved as he journeys through the depths of despair, which aren't all that deep, toward the stirrings of hope. It's not a good sign that the most interesting stage in George's development recalls the monstrosity of Lonesome Roads, the entertainer played by Andy Griffith in A Face in the Crowd. Adam Sandler's presence turns out to be a mixed blessing. He does bring his own celebrity to the production, but the part isn't one he can submerge himself in, as he did in Paul Thomas Anderson's wonderful punch-drunk love. So he cruises through the film without much energy or conviction. Even George's rages come off as perfunctory. Seth Rogen sometimes seems adrift in a role that short-circuits his special gift for exuberance. The cast includes Leslie Mann, whose Effortfully but genuinely charming as George's ex-girlfriend. The running time is 146 minutes, and that's no joke. Flamin's Citroen opens in New York today, but not in Los Angeles until mid-August. I'll be on vacation after this week, so I thought I'd talk a bit about it now. Two melancholy Danes share center stage in the movie, but neither one of them is Hamlet. They're members of the resistance in occupied Denmark during World War II, and they seldom hesitate to gun down Nazis or Nazi sympathizers. Their problem is distinguishing enemies from friends and continuing to kill without becoming as culpable as the worst of their murderous victims. If you're looking for an action thriller, this isn't it. The pace is deliberate, the mood is pensive, although it's punctuated by occasional violence, and the style is exceedingly lean. Characters reveal themselves mainly through moral choices. Still, we're told of a specific incident that motivated Flame, a young redhead played powerfully by Tura Lindhart, and we get a vivid sense of the emotional solitude that imprisons Citroen. He's played laconically by the superb Mats Mikkelsen. The film is based on true events. Flame and Citroen became national heroes, but it's really a meditation on the nature of heroism and the quest for purity of purpose. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW with more reviews in mid-September.